0: Stephanie Dick is originally from Winnipeg. She works with MCC with their disaster relief in Syria, Iraq, and Lebanon. Stephanie lives in Beirut, just blocks away from where this summer's devastating explosion occurred. We're just wondering what's the latest in Beirut and how are people handling things right now?
1: Um, things in Beirut have, uh, at least on the surface, been moving relatively quickly, I would say. Um, there's a lot of cleanup that happened uh, both in the initial weeks that I think everyone has seen um, on the news and in different pieces, um, and that has continued. I think the lots of the priority now is focused on making sure or working on Um, addressing people's shelter needs, making sure that windows and doors begin getting repaired um, as we anticipate winter coming, um, which coincides with the rainy season here being in the Mediterranean. And so shelter is definitely a priority need for people um, so that they have a safe and secure home uh, to be in.
0: How many people are without homes now as a result? Do you know?
1: The initial estimates were about 300,000 people. Um Whose homes were deemed unlivable, I know that some people have been able to return um, however, that is very dependent on people's ability to pay for repairs or the landlord's ability to pay for repairs and that has happened quite unevenly I would say i mean it's it's very ad hoc um, there are a number of, of organizations working on trying to address those needs, but it takes some time um, I myself am back in my house, but um, not everyone is. So um, I think that everyone kind of has heard that Lebanon is very import dependent. So even all the glass to replace people's windows and doors needs to be imported, and that's a, a slow process. Has there been any alternate housing set up for any of these people? Many people have gone, if they have other friends or relatives who were unaffected, there are people that have gone to live in different parts of the city or the country. Um, some people are living in their homes. Um, sometimes without out windows and doors. Most people, I believe at this point, at least have plastic sheeting nailed over any openings. Um, but that is definitely a temporary situation. And then there were some centers shut up, set up. Um, for people that had nowhere to go, uh, but I think in general, from what I've seen and heard, and even just how I felt after the explosion, people really want to stay close to their home. I think that there's a sense of safety we have in in the place that we live and call home, and even if it's not ideal, um, people want to want to be in that space. Um, yeah. And speaking of your own home, you were saying that you're back in your own place. And what's that like? Um, was there damage to yours, to your place? Uh, there was some damage. I would say that I was, we, my roommate and I got away relatively unscathed. We live um, a little bit further from the more immediate um, neighborhoods that were affected. We still had, I would say, maybe 30% of our windows uh, shatter. Um, but those, just because the type of windows we have were not as complicated to replace as those who might have wood frames or need the aluminum frames, which are also um, harder to come by these days, and so uh, I think we also benefited from being on the on a lower level of the building and so we're a little bit more protected so it's nice to be able to be back uh in my own in my own bed
0: how's um Like, have different organizations been able to come and work together? And have you seen even maybe uh, organizations from different faiths working together?
1: Yes, Lebanon has, I mean, even before the explosion due to the the Syrian refugee crisis, has many, many um, NGOs and charities working on the ground. Um, And those staffs uh, are often mixed in terms of religious background, um, And so there are also very large existing coordination structures um, based on the types of interventions people are working on. So I attend uh, at least weekly meetings on food security needs based on projects we have. There's the same thing for shelter and um, health and other kinds of needs. And so that's definitely happening as well. Um, Both kind of online larger meetings for the whole response and then locally by neighborhood to ensure that we're trying to have the assistance be distributed as, as equitably as possible and making sure as many people as possible receive assistance that they need.
0: How can uh, we be in prayer for the people of Beirut right now?
1: Um, I would say prayers that people's shelter needs can be met before the winter comes, even though it doesn't get quite as cold, not nearly as cold as Winnipeg does. Um, buildings here are not insulated and so even 15 degrees feels very cold. Um, and so meeting those needs before the winter comes is really essential. Um, I think we're also now starting as people settle into their new reality, um, large needs uh, mental health needs um and so i think people in stressful situations all have different ways of coping but just that people's um yeah that people's psychosocial and trauma needs would be met um i think that uh we have done a lot we've some of our response has included working with children um on trying to process their trauma i think it's a very stressful time for families and so prayers that um, for patience and grace with each other and the people we live with um, and for the, in, within the community is really important. Um, there are so many needs right now. And so making sure that people feel heard and understood um, in the process of trying to meet those is really
0: important. And how can we find out about uh, your work specifically with MCC in that area?
1: Um, we are at MCC's offices in across Canada, including uh, in Winnipeg, uh, are posting updates on social media and on our website. So if you go to mcccanada.ca, um, that is where you can find information about how to donate and support the response, and that's where updates will be on what our programming will look like. Right now, that is a large, we just see a large amount of um Funding for food assistance. We'll also be working on shelter needs and psychosocial support, through the generosity of of Winnipeggers and Canadians who gave in August, um, and so we're already working to to use those.
0: Perfect. Thanks so much, Stephanie, for taking time to talk to us again.
1: No problem.